Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. Yeah, I'm, I'm the other motherfucker on the show. Whoa. What up, bitches? What's your name, Michael? Um. Yeah, that's it. Because we may have a new listener. Okay, if if you're new to the show, then um, congratulations. This is probably the greatest thing that's happened to you in a long time, discovering this. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. And if you want to uh, reach out to us, you can do it on our Twitters, at the Intel Saviors. There. I got our plug in early. Yeah. Yeah, don't email us, because we'll never respond. <laughs> no, because we've had literally, I think, um, Jesus Christ, dude, we've had three or four requests in the last few months for pe- people want us to be on their shows and stuff. I got one on Twitter. We've had a couple emails, and, and we... Oh, I know I blow it off. I don't even think Eric looks at the email. So. <laughs> no, well, uh, I've been meaning to deactivate it from my phone. Yeah. Because I guess, did you add us on Pinterest or some shit? Uh, we're on every social media, dude. I fucking have a, I well, put our link on there too. Okay, so maybe it's just something that's happened recently, but recently... It- Pinterest has just been fucking blowing up, and I'm yeah. constantly getting fucking messages from Pinterest about our account, and I'm like, fuck off, I don't care. No, I'm with you. I don't know what it is, but I, I started getting them, too, a few days ago, and or probably, I guess it's been it's about like a, a week or so ago. a shitload of them. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm going to go shut that fucking shit down, too. Or at least find shitload. out whatever. So in the midst of it, there was another email today from somebody who like requested an interview like months ago. <laughs> and she's like, uh, I haven't gotten a response back, but I'm persistent or something like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I had one too, where some guy, like, I guess it's a couple guys. They do a podcast and they wanted me to get on with them and talk about this documentary that Ben Carson did about pack super packs and stuff. And yeah. I was, I was like, yeah, I mean, that's cool and stuff. I, and I asked them when they wanted to do it and everything. And they wanted to do it this last weekend. And I had like a few days to try to find this documentary and watch it. So I knew what they're talking about. And I just was like, that's too much effort. So I didn't get around to it. <laughs> I didn't respond to them. So hard to watch a documentary. Like, look. Oh my God. It, it's like, yeah, don't ask me to do anything. Like if you just say, hey. <laughs> If you want to be on our show, like, can you show up at such and such time? And if it's convenient for me, I'll do it. But if you want me to read something or watch something, it's like, man, you're really fucking asking quite a bit. Well, yeah, I think here's the point. We don't get paid for this. But we sure should because we're like, so good at it. There's zero dollars that are being funded to us. 
<laughs> the show costs you know, us money. What are you talking about? Yeah, the show actually, well, it costs you money because <laughs> you pay for the, the pod bean, which I appreciate. But so for us to like actually respond and like have to go through all this shit, like we're actual journalists or some crap mm-hmm. or have like a legitimate paid podcast, it's kind of like, nah, it's not really in my interest. I do, Sorry. Yeah, I got to say, it does uh, pique my interest, though, when people, like, hit us up. Like, I had one guy hit us up. He wanted, um, you know, one of us, both of us, whatever, to join him because he does a show where he talks to – it was like an atheist show or uh, where they talk about, you know, religious stuff and atheism and, and the news and everything. And, and he'd had some interesting people on I mean, He had a guy from the Young Turks on, and he had one from another podcast that's pretty big. I think someone from, like, Slate or something. And I mean, he had some pretty decent-named guests, and then he asked us, and I'm like, I go, you really you really Why? just want to shoot your credibility <laughs> out the fucking window, don't you? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. it seemed like you got something good going People will there. hear us and th- or hear us on the show and then go to our podcast and be like oh god why did he ever have any of those assholes on yeah i almost wanted to go on and then just be like a complete just a douche about it and stuff like god do the it. do the high and mighty thing like yeah just man i mean i took time out for this, you are let's just just yeah. get it going what yeah because my my podcast is so popular <laughs> that's the only reason to do them is just because it can get us some more promotion which i should do but i just don't give a shit. Like, I look, I love the people who listen to us and have listened to us for fucking years now. I love them. And if more people start listening to us, that's fantastic and interact. If they don't, I don't really give a shit. I mean, it's cool if they do. I mean, I, and like yeah. I said, the I, I'd like to get more people fucking bothering us and send us shitty questions and stuff and, or, no, but, I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate the interest. I'm not saying that I'm completely like just, eh, fuck it. It's just, sorry, it's, this isn't a paying gig. Yeah. So this is just an offshoot kind of fun thing that I like to do. So to actually put effort and work into it, <laughs> it's asking a lot. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear effort, listen, no. listen to when we very first started and we actually gave a shit and we had all fucking <laughs> researched things and sat down and it was, it was too, it was too much. Way yeah. too much. I mean, much. if if I got paid to do it and like, you know, hey, you, you got to have this guest on and you got to read this book and have good questions for him and whatever. Okay. Yeah. Down. <laughs> that's totally a, good. That's another thing. I don't know how many authors we had on and I never read any of their fucking books all the way. <laughs> totally, uh, I read some of them. Well, I know you had because we had a couple of people on that. Like the reason I went after him is because like you're, you know, f- like, well, uh, what's that? Oh my God. I, I'm having, I'm drawing a blank. Like, uh. Oh my God! the the one the guy that wrote the the New York Times bestseller, the older dude. He oh, passed. Victor Stinger. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like going after Vic and stuff. Like that was because like you'd loan me that one book, and I actually did read most of it, and um, it was pretty interesting. I know you're a fan of his, and I was like, eh, he's a New York Times bestseller. He works a lot with some big time atheists. People in the community would know who they are. Um, you know, he's a name, and uh, you know, he was awesome, and he did that, and then Eric did the interview with him, and he died like three months later. So. Eric killed yep, him. Yep, don't do interviews with me. <laughs> if you do an interview. <laughs> this is what happens when we leave it to Eric to do an interview on his own. And the guy fucking yep. dies. That's it, yeah, I pretty much what happens is through me communicating to them, they get they develop an aneurysm. Mm-hmm. But it's so slight that they don't notice it. So it's just this pocket of blood that keeps growing and growing in their brain. Yeah, that's what saved Casey from fucking dying from the deer hunter. Because 
because Boggs we did had it with Boggs. you. <laughs> if Boggs wouldn't have been there, yep. there'd be no fucking so n- no more Deer Hunter albums. Yeah, if you listen to my other show, I I would be nervous. Just saying, <laughs> you, you might have an aneurysm. Well, no, it's okay if you just listen to it. They just can't like. Oh, actual convert. Well, then you should be totally fucked. No, I'm immune to it. I've got years now. I've built up a tolerance. (laughs) You got eased into it because we had another host around? Well, we had two at first because we had Kristen for a short while, even though she didn't really say shit, and then Boggs. And then after they left, you know, then we had little Bradley jump on for a while. So it's, I got fucking, you know, I got my immunization, but anybody else, you're risking it. Yep. I'm gonna send you on that show with that other guy. I'm gonna call him up and say, "Yeah, dude, we're gonna do it after all. (laughs) We're gonna test this theory out." I mean, I'm totally down for like going on other shows and stuff as long as it's you know a good time frame and I really don't have to do anything. Yeah, that's like I said. Don't (laughs) don't tell me to fucking watch something and study up. Like this is what I want to talk about. Just just ask me questions and I'll bullshit. Yeah, I'll I'll interject if uh, you know you you want me to in your show and give my opinions but other than that yeah it does nah. like i said it does it, it's flattering in a way that people want us to come on and do stuff but then in a way it's a yeah, little it's, bit it's scary totally cool yeah. the fact that they listen to this and they're like yeah these guys would be great for a show it's like, mm, all right. Man. <clears throat> if you really think my opinions are gonna fucking help bring in listeners good luck good fucking luck <laughs> uh, oh uh uh you said you had a story I want to, Do oh, you want to go first, or do you? I, I got a f- kind I mean, of a fun nugget, personal kind of nugget. We yeah we we can. So uh, I've kind of been uh, seeing this chick. Oh my. Um, and it hasn't been that long, you know. We've gone on some dates, banged a couple times, whatever. You already eloped. Um. Oh yeah. Uh. No. <laughs> uh. So you know it, it worked. It, just like any time you're new with somebody in bed, you know, you kind of try and figure out what each other likes kind of thing, you know? Uh-oh. And it's like, how far do you push it? You know, like I'm, what's the best way to put it? I don't want to say submissive because that means that I'll take a dildo in the ass. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm more passive, I guess. That's the best way to put it. So, yeah, sure, I have things that turn me on or whatever, but... Really, to me, I'm just good with just fucking. <laughs> you know, that that's enough for me. But if they're into something else, I'm totally willing as long as it's within my comfortable parameters, like, you know, not sticking anything up my ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sounds kind of like so, me. That's the one. So I've done the, the only other time that I was kind of nervous about doing anything was this one chick wanted me to like choke her out. Um, yeah. Um, and not just like, you know, put some pressure on the throat while I'm banging her, like actually making her pass out. That's fucking hot. Like restricting blood to her brain to where she passes out. I was not cool with that. I would have done that, it. I would have wanted to get it in writing first or that, get her on that video. That kind of freaked me out. That kind of freaked me out a little bit. I, I, cause I, I already don't like the idea of violence. And I know that that's like kinky violence, but I mean, I, I've never done that before, so I wouldn't know exactly how much pressure to apply and then when to actually stop. You know, it's like I just when, when they stop no. moving and breathing, that's uh, when you stop. I, 
I would rather not even attempt that and then wind up having, you know, a murder on my hands or, you know, you, you claim that I raped you or some crap, you know. And so I said, you dude, you just get on video head. beforehand. You know? Yeah. Do you consent to this? Yeah. <laughs> but then she'll say that I had a gun behind the camera. You know, it's just, it's just better not to do it is what I'm trying to say. Um, but I mean, I've, I've done a lot of other things that, you know, I wouldn't normally do, but that's what they were into. So it's like, well, whatever. Okay. Yeah. That's what you're into. Um, so we were hanging out, uh, and had some drinks and stuff and, you know, it's, we're starting to kind of get hot and heavy and then she like, we're banging and stuff. And while we're banging, she, you know, the little sex talking stuff, she's like, am I tight? And I'm like, oh yeah, you're fucking tight. She goes, no, honestly. I'm like, what? <laughs> It threw me off guard (laughs) Mm -hmm. because, you know, you're just thinking that that's just sex talk, you know? Yeah. And then she's like, no, honestly, it's like, no, that, that seems like a question you should ask after sex, (laughs) not during. (laughs) I think my response was, huh? (laughs) I was like, honestly, what the fuck do you mean? Honestly, (laughs) we're banging. I think you should have other things on your mind besides the tightness of your pussy. Eh, well, self, self-conscious, <laughs> you know. I guess. That's her way of saying, I've really fucked a lot of guys, so I'm trying to find <laughs> out. Uh, and, okay, so, uh, you know, that was like one little episode. I was like, that was a little bizarre, but whatever. Yeah. So the next night, we're hanging out again. Uh, this time, I had a lot more drinks no. probably more than i should have definitely lowered my inhibitions oh, some, um, someone got something in the boot, booty and she was like hey there's something that i want to try i'm really into it and i think it's hot and i'm like okay well whatever what, what, what do you got she wanted me to pee on her Mm-hmm. well at least she's going gradual you know am i um, tight pee on me <laughs> and 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 i did oh Eric. <laughs> what it okay I, hold on a second was this in the shower oh yeah 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 okay it was in the tub yeah i was gonna say you didn't like do like boggs used to do and fucking get under the glass have her get on a glass table and <laughs> drop a no. log on the fucking table and <laughs> No, hasn't got to no. that yet. That's next. But you know that's next. I no, no. I already broke it off. Oh, that I, was it. <laughs> that, uh, that was a kill. That was a killer. Man, I, it was just weird because, like, you know, in my drunken state, I was just like, "Yeah, well, whatever." <laughs> fuck. And it. then as it's going on, I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Okay, now hold what on. What the fuck is this? So. Okay, so is she like masturbating while you're pissing on her? I mean, she's doing. Oh yeah. This is yeah. So she's like down on her knees, fucking masturbating, just pissing on her face or something. Uh huh. That's so fucking awesome. <laughs> the weirdest part, the weird. I mean, already peeing on her was weird, but the weirdest part was she opened her mouth. Oh yes. And let some of it splash on her tongue. Mm. And she claimed that it tasted like buttered popcorn. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck it. 
what the fuck am I doing with myself right now? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> what the? I was so turned off by it. I felt like I know I shouldn't because she was into it, but I felt shame for her. <laughs> felt shame because that's just to me that's such a like a disgraceful thing to do to yourself you know shame i mean shame. i mean it's it's what she's into so that's okay i mean it, it's whatever you know yeah. it's not i i don't know if there's some psychological thing behind that but it doesn't appear that it's hurting her you know no i wouldn't um, think, i wouldn't think that would hurt her but well, not like physically, but just like you know, as far as emotionally, you know, whatever. Like she has some kind of weird self-deprecating thing where she wants to feel, you know, lower than self. Um, of, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't know because I'm not into that. So I don't know what's behind that driver to be into people peeing on you or defecating on you. Like I, You know who should ask about that is our president <laughs> about the pissing on thing. I think he's I'll, I'll tweet him. Be like, hey, Trump, I need your advice on peeing on people. (laughs) I know you're into that thing, Holmes, so... I know you like to get peed on, so what is it that drives you to get peed on? Is it because you're depressed and feel yourself as a lower person? (laughs) (sighs) Or is it simply because it sexually excites you? Yeah. So, yeah, after that, like, I I felt like an asshole, but I was just like, look, I I don't know if I could really meet your needs. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, look, motherfucker, you have a penis. All you gotta do is get a jug of water. You can meet my needs. <laughs> I, like, I just I don't think I can handle this. This is a little too much for me. I I'm a little disappointed in you because I Why? I really would have liked to seen what would have came next because, like I said, it goes from. <laughs> Do you think I'm not my, going any further than that? Do you that, think my that I should not have even gone that far? It's, it's not about you doing it. It's just I would love to know what her next request would have been. Like I said, it goes from just the simple "Is my pussy tight?" during the middle of sex, which is like, uh, "Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm trying to fuck you, so I'll tell you anything well, you want to hear." No, see, it wasn't that. Like I've heard that. I've heard that before. Like where they're like, "Oh, is my pussy tight?" Yeah, but the whole "No, honestly, <laughs> is it tight?" Like that's that's where it's like, what? The fuck? <laughs> she said, bitch, with this fucking hog I got down here, they're all tight. What are you talking about? Whoa, I didn't say that. I know you should have. Then slapped her in her fucking face and choked her out. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you like this, bitch? So, Hold on yeah, a second. I, Sign this contract. I still really don't. I feel like I have PTSD because of it. <laughs> PTSD. Like I'm just walking around in a daze. Like I just, I pissed on somebody. <laughs> well. It, I, I mean, it, I guess the one way to look at it is that it was like. She asked for it. Yeah. So I've been in the shower before with uh, women. I won't name names or anything, but I mean, yeah, you're in the shower and you're like, hey, psh, turn around and piss on them while you're in the shower, like on their leg or well, something. <laughs> I've done that to be a dick before. <laughs> I guess it, well, you probably didn't sit there for the whole duration of the pee. No, I didn't hold her down and piss on her face. And that's what I'm saying. Mouth. Like, you know, it's while she masturbated. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was it was pretty bizarre. Uh, this is a this is a fascinating story. So yeah, that that was my birthday present was peeing on a chick. I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I forgot you just had because we both have our birthdays pretty close. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I uh I didn't get that kind of treatment on my birthday, but you know, <laughs> some guys, man, they have all the fun. Um. 
God, man, this is really good. This is, jeez, I don't even, I'm going to have to skip my, let me go on to something fun because I got to follow up with your fun story with another one because if, if I go into the one I'm going to go into, it's kind of, it'll bring the mood down. I'm on a fucking high right now. <laughs> I thought this was hilarious. Like, um, okay, so everybody in the country, in the United States at least, because I know we got listeners overseas and stuff, uh, knows about the college Baylor down here in Texas, and they're a fucking disaster. I mean, they're fucking raping people and killing people and covering it up, and it's it's a fucking madhouse at Baylor. It's a good Christian school, though, so don't, you know. Um, so this is really funny, because they've had so many issues, and their reputation is shit now. I mean, they've just had so many fucking problems, mostly with the athletics program stuff. I was about to say, their athletics program is riddled with all kinds of issues. This is hilarious, though. So, <laughs> okay, so they have a frat house that is right now being put on a probation. And I think they're, it's pending an investigation whether they're going to suspend the frat. Basically, what this is is... Um, because everybody knows it's almost May 5th. By the time you find fucking people out there listen to it, it's probably past. But uh, as of now, it's not. But Baylor wanted to get their party on a little early. So this one fraternity, the Kappa Sigma fucking fraternity, decided that they're going to have a big party and shit. And first of all, hey man, you can get fucking crazy at a party and stuff. The only problem with everything that happens nowadays... Um, is people want to put everything on social media, which is... Mm -hmm. So, if you're going to have a fucking crazy party, you might want to confiscate fucking phones and shit as motherfuckers are coming in. Otherwise, you're setting yourself up for bad times. Well, they didn't do that, and the theme of their party was called Cinco de Drinko. Okay. Where they all got fucked up, and they were taking pictures, and some of the pictures were showing people where all the girls... Well, not all of them, but some of the pictures show like a lot of the girls dressed uh, up as maids and the guys are dressed up as construction workers and they were all wearing like uh, sombreros and stuff. Fucking hell. <laughs> and, they, and they were, there's like video and stuff. I think all the shit's online if you want to go look it up where uh, they're like chanting, build the wall and all this shit. God damn it. <laughs> so, hey man, at least think about it this way. You know, they're good Christian people. Yeah, they'll Jesus. They'll they'll have a talk good, with Jesus. Good Christian Mexican fearing people and repent. But uh, <laughs> but what really killed them was people were taking, like I said, pictures stuff and putting it on Twitter and everything. And of course, it kind of blew up and uh, and blew up online, then blew up on them because now, like I said, they're pending an investigation, so they may lose their fucking uh, whatever they call it, their fucking chapter whatever who fucking knows but th- i just thought that was awesome i was like man I-, I need to fucking hold a cinco de drinko fucking party this weekend actually that's a bad thing about cinco de mayo this year isn't it like on a fucking thursday or something i don't even fucking know. Uh, I don't a- know. oh it's friday dude yeah, i haven't paid attention to that holiday in forever hell yeah it's on a friday bitch. It's on friday yeah stay off the streets folks oh man i'm Go out and get fucking tore back. Stay off the streets. You know cops are going to be out there in full force. Uh, last year, we... And and you got a bunch of fucking amateurs driving around on the roads, oh drunk my, off their ass. Oh my God, all those drunk Mexicans driving around with their sombreros on. Fuck no, it's stupid white people. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Especially here in Texas. But, so... 
Yeah, last year we ended up going out. It wasn't too bad. We went, uh, my brother-in-law is getting married. So there's, the, the wife had some family down from Connecticut and stuff that she hadn't seen in a while. And so we took a couple of them out and stuff. And, and it was, there's some interesting people out that night, I'll tell you. But um, it wasn't too bad. But yeah, I, I, I think it was during the week. So I'd suggest on a weekend like this, yeah, it's probably a bad idea. Just stay home and get shit-faced and piss on your wife or something. Or girlfriend. <laughs> Don't go out and do that shit. As long as you can handle it. Yeah, sure. Unless you're a pussy like me who can't handle peeing on somebody. <laughs> yeah, dude. You gotta sack up, man. I don't know. I mean, like, if it was like, you know, I didn't have any water around and my friend was on fire, uh-huh. you know, if that's all I could do, that's all I could do. Or if they got stung by a stingray or... Yeah. <laughs> you know, something like, some kind of scenario where I gotta help my friend out or something, you know, it's different. But, I mean, I guess it's helping her out. You know, she's getting sexual pleasure out of it. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just, I, I can't handle it. I don't know. It's just, it's not for me. It was a total turnoff. Total so hope, record of that relationship. Yeah, I hope uh, if we do have new listeners, you're enjoying the best political podcast out there today. <laughs> That's what you're right. listening to right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I would akin it to, um, I mean, not necessarily the same style, but the same, like my feeling towards it. It's just like if you have a, you know, a three-way with your partner. You know, you might think like it's a good idea. Sounds but great. But if you're not... If you're not prepared to handle it, mm-hmm. it can really fuck with your head. Yeah, sounds great in your head, and then when it happens. Yeah. Well, no, at the time it didn't. Well, at the time it just sounded kind of like, eh, whatever in my head because I was fucking drunk. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure if I was sober or not as drunk, I probably would have been like, yeah, I don't know if I'm into that. Yeah, I hear you. It's not my cup of so, tea either. That's definitely something that I can check off my list of things not to do in bed. <laughs> Things not to do with my spouse. Pee on her. Check. (laughs) (laughs) Right next to choke her out. Well, like I said, I guess in a way, just be grateful that she did come at you really early with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She didn't wait. And she was also like, I don't want to say super religious, but she was religious. What? Yeah. Like went to church every Sunday. Well, I got a perfect school for her. It's called Baylor, and it's down in Waco. She'll love it there. There's plenty of guys that'll piss piss on her down there. Uh, Jesus Christ. All right. Too much fun. I want to bring this fucking room down with some sadness. Oh, shit. So, you know, like um, this last weekend, Arkansas went fucking apeshit and just started executing everybody. Or did you not hear about this? Where they the fucking what? like executed like six guys in like two days or something? Oh yeah, yep. Or, or that was the game plan. I don't think it had actually worked out exactly like that. But they did execute a few people, and like I'm laying in uh, bed with the wife, and like I don't know, it's probably a month, month and a half or so ago, and she's always on fucking Facebook at night. That's how she does her thing. She's a woman, so she's social mediaing it up, and she was showing me some picture of uh, some girl she went to high school with. Um, that got murdered and she was telling me you know about hey i went to high school with this girl and she was like real popular cheerleader and stuff she went off to college and she was murdered and you know they put this facebook thing together and it's you know fucking 20 years later blah blah blah, whatever and, you know they still get on there and they do like this thing every year for her. 
And I'm like, okay, that's nice. And I just kind of do like I usually do. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm fucking half listening because I'm doing my own thing. Key to successful marriage. Act like you're fucking interested. So, love my wife. And I do catch most of what she says. But, you know, it's, eh, it's a blow off. So, then we get back. We did the trip to Arkansas last week. And I didn't realize that it was fucking murder fest up there. I would have tried to get some front row seats for that. Um, but I forgot. And we got back and... I was watching something on TV and they're talking about the executions that they were starting to do and they're trying to get going up there and blah, 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 for whatever reason. Because they, I love this. This is non sequitur to the story, but did you hear why they're trying to do so many executions at once in such a quick time? Uh, wasn't it something with, uh, there was like a court hearing that was coming up about the legality of using some of the certain medicines? <laughs> no, that wasn't it. They, they or was already, it, oh, it was expiring. Yeah, because the medicines they already, were expiring. Yeah, the shit that and they... And <laughs> the drug companies didn't want to, like, give them more stock because they didn't want their drugs being used to kill people. Yeah, I love that That's so much. Uh, hey, man, this oh, shit... Oh, shit, it's about to expire. <laughs> Round them up. Someone check the fucking expiration. Holy shit. <laughs> We gotta start killing people. We gotta man. start killing motherfuckers. <laughs> we are fucking up. You know how much this shit costs? Let's get on a fucking move here. So anyway, God damn it. They're doing the story about this and stuff, and my wife's fucking, you know, watching and stuff. She's like, oh man, that's terrible. You know, there's fucking this and this. And so, you know, so she's aware of this now. Like she didn't know about this story until then. I'm like, oh yeah, they've been fucking talking about this for like a couple weeks now, and you know. So few days later go by and stuff and she's like hey she goes you know those guys that are executed up in Arkansas I'm like yeah she goes you know I was telling you about that girl at the high school with that got murdered she goes one of the guys that was executed is one the guy that murdered her and I'm like holy shit you know so she was telling me the story and it was another one of those where I'm like okay babe and I'm just kind of half listening so I had to actually go and look up the information afterwards even though she had told me so I just thought this was interesting. So the guy, his name was Kim, Kenneth Williams, and they just fucking shut his ass down um, this past week. So he was something else. So she was, like I said, she was uh, she went to high school with my wife up in Connecticut, and for some reason she went to fucking college at the University of Arkansas in Pine Bluff. I'm not saying she was asking for it, but why the fuck would you leave the Northeast to come down to Arkansas to go to school? That's a bad move. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's not, that's terrible, terrible fucking move. Hey, if you live in Arkansas, don't be offended by this. Your fucking state is shit. And those people are fucking ridiculous up there. Just my experience. I'm just telling you. But don't get offended. I'm sure you're great. So she's up there. This, this is back in 98, 1998. So this is, like I said, this is a while back. So it's her friend. And I can say her name because she's dead. And anybody can look up the information because it's all on fucking all the websites and stuff. Um, so this girl's name was Dominique Hurt. Real cute girl. Um, like I said, she was a cheerleader, cheerleader up at the college and everything. So this Williams dude was like a fucking crackhead. And I guess this, my wife was saying, it doesn't say it in the story that I read. It just said that they, that this guy Williams came up to her and the friend she's with, which my wife said it was her boyfriend. And you know, got him at gunpoint. I think they're like at an ATM or something and he was basically robbing them and he got him at gunpoint and, or they're like, you know, pull up, I guess. And he forced him out of the car and it doesn't really say exactly what happened. It just said that there's some banter back and forth. I don't know if maybe she tried to get the fuck away or whatever. And he just fucking, fucking unloaded and capped her ass. Damn. Shot, shot her in the head, fucking killed her. 
You know, this yeah. is like a 19, 20 year old girl, I guess, you know, real popular, real smart, I guess, according to my wife and everything. Um, so the guy gets, of course, they fucking get him, arrest him, throw his ass in prison. Well, then he fucking escapes from prison, which I mean, that's like a movie thing. You never, I mean, every once in a while you'll hear of someone escape from prison, which always blows my mind. I'm like, how the fuck can you escape from prison? I mean, you would think that, especially if you're a murderer, you think they'd keep a little bit better track of you and stuff. So he escapes. It's Arkansas, though, so who fucking knows? Um, gets out, breaks into some homie's fucking house, shoots this fucking guy, kills him. Jesus. Then he steals a fucking truck and some guns, and he gets in a chase. Then, of course, the cops fucking hunt him down after he's already killed again. And during the chase, he crashed the fucking car into a delivery guy's truck. He's a 24-year-old guy. Killed him, too. So, yeah, this guy was fucking... He was on a rampage, man. And so, you know, he fucking finally bit it. So, Kenneth Williams. So, that's it. I just thought it was kind of interesting. I was like, wow, you know, I... It's kind of, you know, it's like a national story and stuff. And the wife had a little bit of a tie to it. She knew the girl. I thought that was kind of interesting. And I looked into it. I was like, wow, this son of a bitch. The, the whole, like I said, the whole escaping from prison thing to me is, that blows my mind. I, I still don't understand how the fuck that's possible. But so anyway, it's not as good as getting pissed on, but it's just <laughs> a little crazy. It's, it's a little story. Just a little, like I said, a little, little fucking tie there. The wife and stuff. She was... She was just like, oh my god, this this guy is the one that killed my friend. I'm like, oh, which one is that again? She goes, you know the one I showed you last month? Like, oh, yeah. What is her name again? I got to look this up because I didn't listen to you. <laughs> I did, honey. I know you're going to listen to this. I did listen to you. If I didn't listen, then I wouldn't have been able to find the uh-huh. details on it. Uh-huh. I'm just letting sure. that out. Sure. Sure. Oh, my god. <clears throat> so, what the fuck, man? What else can we fucking talk about? I mean, there's a lot of shit. I just don't know what, what I feel like getting into and what you feel like getting into. Um, I didn't really hear much of it. I heard some of the press briefing today. I don't know if you heard any of it. Uh, no. The only thing I heard on that was Spicer fucking walked out and didn't answer any questions. All the reporters yeah, so they this. had somebody else talking. I can't even remember who the hell it was. Okay. But whoever it was that was talking instead of Spicer was like... Like Spicer was on that first press briefing when they talked about the inaugural crowd. Mm-hmm. Like it was like that intense, where he's just like, Democrats are trying to fuck up this, uh, uh, the new finance for the government. Uh-huh. It's like they're hoping for a, sh- a shutdown. They're trying to blockade it, blah, 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 blah. Just like yeah. fucking just going ballistic. You know, it's with like, all the, what pa- the f- yeah, with all the power that they have. Yeah. And he's like, and, you know, Trump has done an admiral job and he's been fantastic and all this other shit. It's like, mm-hmm. holy fuck, somebody's trying to get in the Trump White House. <laughs> and then after all that shit, then they walk off and Spicer's just like, do 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 And fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah, and the press was like, Sean, Sean, <laughs> Sean. Hey, no, come on, Sean. Hey. Like, somebody even said that. They're like, come on, Sean. <laughs> so <laughs> like, goddamn awesome. Like, he just bolted. But here's why he bolted. Because the president talked with Putin today. Yeah, I heard And he that. probably didn't want to hear any of that shit. 
Yeah, I, I saw something because they always have to put out like transcripts and they said yeah. that, but or not really a transcript, but they always put out like just like kind of his daily docket and what he's been doing. Well, but when they do these phone calls with leaders, they'll usually put a little thing that basically hits the talking points, everything that they went over. And usually a lot of the presidents, like they do Obama's and it's like, you know, basically almost a transcript. I mean, they're fucking pages long and they're pretty intricate. Like when he does one, they'll put it out and it's like a paragraph. Like he had a good talk with, you know, fucking Jinping of China. It went well. He they talked, talked to- <laughs> yeah, I think they said, uh, you know, he talked to Putin about uh, the crisis in Syria and also about the threat of North Korea. And that was like about it. <laughs> okay, well, Putin doesn't give a shit about North Korea. And exactly. Syria, it's like, come on. They're not going to do shit about that. They're on Assad's team. So yeah. They're helping him fucking kill innocent people. So, so and, and you know, there's some other stuff to it, uh, you know, about the health care bill that they're trying to shove down our throats yet again. Um, so, you know, the press naturally had a lot of questions and nope, like, nope, fuck you. We're not not listening, not not talking to you guys today at all. Yeah, and just I, bolted out the room. I got to give them an A for effort, though. I mean, they, they failed miserably the first time and they're coming back and they're trying to do it again. I think. It's funny because from everything I've heard... Trying to fail miserably again? Is that what you're saying? Well, from everything I've heard, this version of it is just as bad, really, in theory, as the first version. There's not a lot of differences. but no, yet, not really. But this one's going to be a much tighter... Like right now, I think it's, they said that they're really within maybe just a few votes of being able to pass this. So Yeah, it's, it's close. There are still a lot of people that are either A, undecided, or not talking. Yeah. Um, I, the I, the big difference in this one is the provisions as far as preconditions. Yeah, which is bullshit. So, according to the Republicans, of course, they're saying that it does cover people with pre-existing conditions, um, and it protects them on either the federal or state level. Mm. But as people have pointed out, including like the in uh, the AARP. Um, and other people, because people have read this, they're like, no, it doesn't. It completely leaves the door wide open for states to completely opt out of it. This is how they opt out of it. They write a letter. Yeah. And then if that letter does not get responded to within 60 days, they can just take it off the books. Mm -hmm. So So, it was funny. I saw a little exchange where they're talking to a representative in Virginia and they're like, it's very easy for states to just get out of this because they just have to send a letter and all the Republicans have to do is ignore the letter and then they can opt out of it. And he's like, well, it's not that simple. They have to. And he's like, yes, it is. It says it right in the thing. Like, yeah, you have to fill out paperwork. That's mm-hmm. the hardest part of it. <laughs> well, it might be hard for some of those Republicans. Let's be honest. True. It could be difficult. So, yeah. And then you got, you know, Republicans tweeting out. Uh, it does cover it, and then ARP's like responding back, like, "No, it doesn't." Well, like you read you, the thing, like you said, it covers it until the thirty odd states that are completely Republican yeah. run opt out, which they all will. It's just like they're trying to push um, the funding for Planned Parenthood or the Medicaid. They want to kick that completely to the states. So yep. if you live in a Republican state. Like Texas here, where we have the most uninsured people, fucked, and they wouldn't even yeah they wouldn't even buy into the Medicaid expansion to begin with. So 
which is the reason why we and they're so the Republicans are so excited about that. They love bragging about that here. It's like you realize we still have the most uninsured people of any other state. If you if Texas was a country, this is fun fact for all you fucking people out there. If Texas was a country, we would have succeed the, from the union. <laughs> yeah, succeed. I see those bumper stickers sometimes. I still it makes me fucking want to just beat my head against the fucking dashboard. Um, but. We, I read this the other day and stuff is on some news thing where they said if you took Texas, just Texas, the infant mortality rate is like high, is the highest of any industrialized country. If Texas was its own country, we would be the highest. <laughs> uh, think about that. Of all the fucking, like you're talking industrial, I mean, I, I, I know it takes a lot of the third world countries out of the mix that would, you know, did far, you know, succeed us. But the, the, the fact of the matter is just to think about. This is the United States, the greatest country in the world with all this. We're the greatest healthcare system. The Republicans always want to fucking tell us everything. But the largest state, sorry, Alaska, but you don't fucking count. The largest yeah, state. Yeah, it's all ice. Yeah, I mean, dude, 10 people live there. Fuck you. You guys go to hell. So, it, yeah, Texas. Whenever, the, when everything melts, you guys will be a small state. <laughs> It'll drown everybody out. So, I mean, we would be the last in infant mortality. How fucked up is that? That should not occur in the United States of America. We should not be there. I mean, I think we're like on the list. We're like in the teens anyway, if you put all like as a country. It's it's ridiculous. The only thing I I can say about that is with the pre-existing condition thing. So people understand, like you're saying, uh, the states can opt out, whatever. But if they do take it, they take all the people with pre-existing conditions and they put them, this is how they're trying to explain, oh, it's not going to cost them any more money. No, they put you all in high-risk pools, which automatically means these are all the fucking people that have issues. So you think they're going to charge more? And they're like, no, 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 because the government is going to subsidize subsidize those high-risk pools so their premiums won't go up. Well, they've had a lot of people that know how to do math and have sat down and went through this. Like you said, like <laughs> yeah. all the medical association stuff and went through this and said, no, if you do this within, I think what they're saying, like, like fucking 2019, like if this goes in now, two years from now, when this is fully enacted, those risk pools, everybody goes in them, their premiums would be about $25,000 a year. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you think? Ooh. So, hey, look. Motherfuckers voted for this guy. He said he was going to do this, and people are like, "Oh no, he's going to replace it with something better." Well, guess what? The Republicans have no intention of doing that, and he doesn't give a shit because he doesn't care about governing. He doesn't care about getting anything done. All he wants yeah. to do is get a, the health care bill through because it's tied well, to the economics. Gonna, yeah, that's true. I, I'm going to give you some a uh, conspiracy theory here. Okay. So I. This bill is so terrible mm-hmm. and so ill-conceived. I honestly think that they are trying to just get it through Congress, knowing that it won't pass the Senate, just so they can say, hey, we tried to do something, and we actually got the ball rolling. Yeah, you but- see, we're great. <laughs> I'll tell you where that'll backfire on them, because... The ACA, since Trump took over, it's polling like at its highest approval rating. It's actually yeah. over 50%. And in order to pass the House, they're going to have to have some of those moderate Republicans sign on to it. 
And then if it doesn't pass, then what's going to happen is in 2018 during those elections, whatever Democrats are running against them, because the ones that are the moderate ones holding out, that's because they know they're in districts where their seats not as gerrymandered and they can potentially lose these seats. That's why they're holding out because they're like, we know this is an awful bill. And if we put this fucking thing through, it's going to just destroy people's health care. And then we're all out. It's here's. Here's the difference between Democrats and Republicans. I could send this up in a nutshell. When Obamacare, the ACA, went through, every Democrat signed on to it and voted for it because they had to, because they had no Republican votes. Every Democrat had to. And a lot of them knew it wasn't popular. I mean, because the Republicans are already doing fucking death panel talk and government takeover. And it was so such a negative impact on the Democratic Party. And they, a lot of them knew in swing district stuff, they're going to lose their seats. But yet they voted for it because they are trying to do something good for the fucking idiots who are going to vote against them because they're, God, I hate fucking people so much. But they put their seats on the line <laughs> and they lost. I mean, in that fucking, that next election, that 2010 election, or was it 2018? I don't fucking remember now. That first goddamn midterm election after Obama got elected. I mean, yeah. it was just a tsunami. The Republicans took everything. They won all those House seats that were swing or close seats. They won the Senate. I mean, it destroyed the Democrats because the Democrats put their necks on line and tried to do something to benefit most of the fucking pieces of shit in this country that don't deserve anything good. This case, the Republicans have been saying for seven years, we're going to get rid of this fucking thing. We're going to get rid of it. And everybody's been fucking, oh, they're all excited, the base of the Republicans. Now they have control and they're afraid to do it because they know if they do it, it's going to be a disaster and they're going to all fucking lose their seats. So they're, again, it's party and being in power over doing what's right for the people. I mean, in this case, not doing it is the right thing because it'll be a fucking disaster, but... You know what I'm saying? That's the difference between these two fucking parties. As much as I yeah. shit on the Democrats and they don't fucking do all the things I want them to, that just shows you at least they give enough of a shit that they'll fucking sabotage themselves politically well, that, to try to do Well, that's why right. I think it's... that. That's why I threw out that conspiracy theory because they want to sit there and say to their stupid-ass base that's all about getting rid of Obamacare even though they want to keep the Affordable Care Act. Those <sighs> fucking retards. Oh, they can sit there and say, you see, we tried. We tried. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's the illusion of they've, they're actually doing something. Yeah, but you know what? If they, they do this two times in a row now and they fail at it, the, even their hardcore base is going to be turned off by them. They're going to be like... I don't know, man. I... I, I I guarantee it. It's they're going to take a hit because their people won't be as motivated. They'll be like, "You've been saying for seven years you're going to do this. You have full control. You didn't fucking they're, do it. Why should we be excited their to get base for you?" Is stupid. I, they don't know that Obamacare is the Affordable Care Act. They don't I, fucking know. They're morons. It's not going to change a damn thing. These people are blindly following fucking things that hurt them. They're I get idiots. it. They're but, stupid. But you also have to understand, dude, look at these rallies and stuff. The the progressive base is fucking, they're, they're out there in force. I mean, look at, even though the Democrat didn't win that election in Georgia and it's going to be a runoff now, the polling shows he's up by a point or even in that district in Georgia that the Democrats haven't won in like 30 years. And that's usually even on the runoff? Republican. Yeah. He's up? Right I, now, I thought he was going to get crushed. The latest poll came out yesterday. He was up by a point. Now, I mean, granted, plus or minus three, and it can swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact is, that's a seat that... There's actual potential. Yeah, that area, Trump won by like 30 points. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was Newt Gingrich's old fucking district. I mean, that's a that's a seat the Republicans have held for over 30 years without, you know, even having to lift a finger to keep it. And there's potential that could go. That one seat in Kansas, Trump won by like 34 fucking points or something ridiculous. And they and the that fucking runoff election, the Democrat only lost by like five points. I mean, it's a loss, but you could see that there's a lot more motivation Democrats, progressives, young people, the people who usually vote Democrat, they don't show up in midterms. They show up for presidential election. Yep. So the fact that in a fucking runoff, a special election, you had that kind of a turnout, I think it bodes really well. So if the Republicans don't get something done, like I said, yeah, they're the people who vote for them are psychotic, and most of them are going to get vote, but there is going to be those few that are going to be like, you fuckers said you're going to do this. You didn't do it. They're not going to be motivated to get off the fat asses and get on their fucking little scooters and, you know, get their ass to the, the fucking polls to vote for these assholes. But the libs are pissed. And the fact that they keep trying to put this shit up and do it, it just keeps motivating them. So I don't think that the Democrats are going to take the House back. I think that they could take back the Senate. But I think they could definitely make a dent in the house if things keep going the way they're going. It's looking good. Yeah. But all they need is the Senate. You get the Senate, then they can block every fucking thing, and you don't have to worry about Trump for the next, you know, two years. And I mean, of course, you know, you could start a fucking war with North Korea. But other than that, I was that, about to say we had to survive that long. <laughs> but you know, other than that, we're good. Oh, God damn, that North Korea shit's getting scary. Yeah. Did you see where he said he? wanted to fucking he would like to meet with kim jong-un called him honorable and said that you know for being such a young guy it was trump did yeah he called him honorable fuck and said that no he said it'd be an honor to meet him not he he was honorable he said it'd be an honor to meet with him and he said for being like a 27 or 20 year old guy it was impressive how he is able to take over that regime and run it so well it's a regime, you jackass. Dude, I, I'm telling you. You get in power, you kill anybody who is going against you. That is what Trump And everybody wants. else falls in line out of fear. Dude, it's he, not that fucking complicated. He has such respect. Dude, he even invited that Duterte, that fucking asshole from the Philippines, who basically Jesus. allows martial law, which people, I've talked about this on the show, if we don't know, the guy in the Philippines, their president, uh, Roberto Duterte, he's insane, and... He's very anti-drugs, which is fine. You can be anti-drugs, but he basically has given people the power for vigilante. Oh, yeah. They can just shoot somebody and say, oh, he was a drug dealer. Exactly. And they've had over 3,000 deaths by not just like police, but by but civilians, civilians yep. who are vigilantes, and they get away with it. Yep. And it's insane So you hate somebody, kill them. Oh, they're a drug dealer. Oh, it's the best. Oh. It's the best. I fucking, there's some people I'd like to take over there on vacation with me. <laughs> Plant a bag of weed on them. I kind of feel like that's, um, did you ever, in the early South Park days, um, in the, like their little section, they changed the laws where you couldn't hunt, but you could kill an animal in self-defense. Oh my God. So all the hunters would just scream, it's coming right for us and kill whatever they were trying to hunt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's kind of how I feel is what's happened over there. That's the cop's defense. Every time the cop shoots somebody, he was coming, coming right for us. <laughs> he was coming right at me. Oh, yeah. There's that shit going on in Dallas. I saw that today. Yeah, that actually happened here. So, yeah, 
you see I don't that? know if you're up on the story, but I'll give you the quick overview for the people listening. So we had another uh, cop shooting. Yeah, go ahead. Um, a kid, a high school kid, I think he's like 15. 15, some, yep. Yeah, him and some of his other little buddies and stuff, they're at a fucking party, a little high school party, and they're all drinking and acting like assholes and stuff, you know, which kids do. I did it back in the day. And uh, I guess they it started getting a little hectic, so him and some of his friends were going to leave the party. They hopped in the car, they are going to leave, but someone had already called the cops because of, like, noise and shit. So the cops showed up, and... This is where I don't know the whole what happened in the story. All I know is like they were trying to drive off. I don't know if the cops tried to, the cop tried to stop them and stuff beforehand, why they're in the car or whatever. And the cop shot with a rifle, which is odd. I didn't know cops usually carried rifles around with them, but with a fucking rifle shot into the car and killed the 15-year-old. And later he comes and he says, you know, immediately, "Hey, they were trying to back up into me." Yeah, he was driving aggressively, is what he said. Well, guess what, asshole? Did you forget you had a fucking body cam on? This is why all cops need to wear them, because they're all full of shit. So they went back, watched the body cam. Hey, guess what? They were driving fucking forward away from him, not backing up, trying to run him down. So he fucking fires a round into a car full of kids, kills a 15-year-old. And... The police chief backed him up originally. Yeah, until he saw the body cam video. Yeah, and he he backed him up, and he gave that story about driving aggressively mm-hmm. and trying to back up into him and all that stuff. And then the body cam comes out. Yeah, and it's like, yep. And that's that's kind of the point. And that's why it, it fucking infuriates me when people are like, "Oh, this Black Lives Matter is fucking full of shit, whatever." And it's like, no assholes. It's because if they didn't have that body cam, that would be it. That would be the end of the story. It's, oh, he was driving aggressively. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what his friends say. Doesn't matter what everybody else says. It matters what the cops say. Yeah. And the cops will defend the blue to the fucking death. Exactly. And we've talked about plenty. So the body cam comes out, and now all of a sudden it's all exposed, and guess what? There's actually going to, I would imagine there's going to be a major investigation and all kinds of other shit. Guy's probably going to lose his job. He probably won't face jail time because let's um, face it, they never do for killing people. Jeez, but, man. I don't know. I'd almost have to think he's going to be charged with homicide because... You, you would think, but I mean, uh, the the stats show that it's going to be rare. Yeah. <laughs> I know we did this before. Was it like fucking 11% or yeah, something ridiculous? It's very, that very rare. Cops I mean, actually get charged. Yeah, this is a very good case. It's pretty easy to see, but I mean, then again, there's other ones where I'm like, oh, that's an easy case. Nope. They never face jail time. So that's still on the fence. But again, without that body cam, the story would be that, that the kid was driving aggressively, was trying to back into the cop. And that's why he had to defend himself, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's um, immediately the fucking police chief comes out and gives his side of the story and backs him up on it's like yep. you're already putting that narrative out there for everybody yeah, instead of saying we're doing an investigation exactly that's we all we'll figure it out whenever we get our facts straight we will give you the facts no he went out and defended this guy just like every fucking police officer does yeah. no offense i do have friends i even have a sibling that's a police officer yeah so don't get me wrong i'm not like anti-cop I'm just saying that as far as the culture and the way that they defend themselves, it's not appropriate. Eric loves cops. He'd even he'd piss on a cop if they wanted him. <laughs> because it doesn't it you know, that that doesn't happen in other work environments. You know, it's they launch an investigation and the facts are the facts and then 
you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. It's but it's not in this division. In this division, it's oh, we gotta we gotta back the blue no matter what. And I get it, you know, their job is tough. I sympathize, but you signed up for it. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. Yeah, I always say that about the military. You know, they give military law praise. I'm like, if you sign up for that shit, you kind of know what you're getting into. Like when I signed up, I knew what I was getting into. You know, yeah, it's just how it is. So I don't fucking that whole oh, there's the the heroes blah blah blah. It's like, meh, whatever. No, I get it. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess if I'm in duress or I need help, you know, it's nice to know that I would have a cop on the way. Like I get that, and especially being white. Oh man. Oh, I know the they're going to be on my side. Oh, <laughs> being white is so fucking great. Oh, oh I but, love being white. But there also needs to be accountability, and there's not. And there's certainly not accountability yeah. when it comes to the discrimination against minorities. Oh, I'm telling and you. And that's clear cut. You, you can go across the board, any state, it'll show you that for minor crimes, African-Americans or Latinos are much more likely to be incarcerated for minor crimes versus whites. I'm telling you. And By I, a landslide. I, and I, I watched this one documentary. I mean, this was a little while back and stuff. Um, kind of about the justice system and black families. And it was kind of like they're talking to a lot of different black families. And, you know, they're expressing how, you know, with them, like when they have sons and stuff, when they get to a certain age, you know, instead of just having to talk about, hey, if you're going to stick your dick in something, put, you know, like you have those regular talks with your kids, but then yeah. they get to have that additional talk about, look. If a cop pulls you over. Yeah. This is how you have to act with <laughs> yeah. authority figures and police officers and stuff. Because like, if you don't, if you give them any kind of sass, they'll fucking shoot you. Yeah, because, like, and I thought, and it was funny because, I mean, it seems obvious in a way, you'd almost think with all the shit that goes on, but as a white person, I'm just sitting there watching, I'm like, Man, man, I never thought about that. Like, and I even like with my um, stepson, because he's really dark, man. Like he's, and he looks, he doesn't really look. He almost has a little bit of Hispanic look to him. He's real dark skin. I told him, I was like, dude, I go, you gotta be careful too. You get out and you fuck around and stuff. And he hangs out with some little jerky kids. And I was like, you gotta behave, man, because. You are dark skinned, Holmes. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had the talk with him. I was like, you, know, you might want to be careful. So, any shit ever goes down, you know, you put your fucking hands up there. <laughs> you fucking, yes, sir, no, sir. And don't fucking play because I don't trust fucking. I don't trust. I'm white and I've, I've had some experience with the cops, you know, that weren't the most positive. And it wasn't like I was being a total douche. I mean, I'm pretty respectful, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, that kind of shit. But I've, had the fucking wrath of a couple douchey cops on me so and i'm like oh i i can imagine how it is you know if you're black or hispanic or something and having to deal with some of these motherfuckers you know just from my experiences so i you know i i don't feel you but i feel you you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm on your side yeah. on this yep no totally yeah. get it and i'm pretty proud of us we didn't do we haven't done too much trump shit I got nope. it's it's kind of been a little slow the past couple of weeks. Oh man, he's in said, the Trump department. Uh, if we wanted to, dude, he said so many dumb things, like the whole Andrew Jackson thing he said about the. Oh yeah, I forgot. It did kind of ramp up the past couple of days. We had that, and god damn it, there's some other fucking nonsense, like him and one of his cat, like that Wilbur Ross is 
was he his commerce secretary or something? He made a comment about how like when they launched those missiles in Syria, it was like after dinner entertainment that night or something. God just, damn it. They just say so. Believe me, we could do They're an hour. like with popcorn like it's a party. Oh, it's fucking great. Like if we want to. Popping champagne. We can oh, yeah. My ratings are going to go up two points because of this. Oh, I, I think that's about all they went up. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, like I said this before, we could do. At least a couple hours a week just on Trump and all the dumb shit he says and does. And fuck, hell, we could do an hour on Sean Spicer. God, he's fucking gold sometimes. <laughs> no doubt. But I do want to finish up on a little bit of a religious note. I've been trying to uh, find some more stuff. And this can affect the folks. Like, we we're just talking about the cops. This is another fucking, this is why people are fucking up voting for Trump. Because Jeff Sessions said basically he's not going to have the Fed working with the police officers to make sure that they're doing the right things. He's kicking that back to the States because, you yeah. know, Obama and his justice. Because we totally Obama, know that, you know, they're going to take care of it like they always have, right? Yeah. So another example of how we're fucking up with Trump in office. So just to set the stage on this next, it's a mini Trump story. I just want to point this out first. So I love Texas. We got the best, best Republicans. So there's a representative here. His name's Randy Weber. And, he did some kind of, it's like a Washington prayer event thing that they have. All the good Christian conservatives get together and, you know, suck Jesus's fucking ween. And so he's given this speech and this is what he says in the speech. He said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth <laughs> here in the halls of Congress in our nation's capital. Father, we've trampled on your holy institution of holy matrimony and tried to rewrite what is, and we've called it an alternative lifestyle. Father, oh, Father, please forgive us. He said, Lord, we have gone to killing the most innocent among us, and we're killing our descendants, and we're calling it a choice. Oh, God, heaven, forgive us. So, of course, what he's talking about is the fact that we made gay marriage, gay marriage legal yep. and, of course, abortion. But I love the fact that why he's talking about this, about the whole, you know, ruin the holy institution of holy matrimony. He's crying <laughs> while he's giving this speech. It's so sad. And I'm just like, if only religious people weren't oppressed in this country, you know, if they just, <laughs> if they just had the liberties... You know, that yeah. us atheists it, it, have. Yeah. If only they had the liberties to discriminate against people. Thank God that we have a president like Donald J. Trump because he has put together a new executive order, Eric. And you know what that executive order is going to do? Oh, yeah. I know. Go <laughs> <It's>, ahead. <laughs> so it hasn't been finalized yet, but basically it's going to give businesses and individuals the ability to claim broad religious objections. So going back to baking cakes, you don't want to bake a cake for no queers? You ain't got to. Because you know why? God. <laughs> so we're going to make discrimination legal again in the name of Jesus. Yes. Isn't that great? You know, we're, I, don't, I expected some cheers and applause. Wait, I want I, I want to start a business mm -hmm. and make it something really popular. Yeah. Just so I can put up a sign saying no religious people allowed. <laughs> that would cut down quite a bit on your business. I'm just like And that. see what the fuck kind of reaction they get from that. They'd probably sorry, but burn the fucking place down. 
Because you, you know. do not get the right God. to discriminate against people because of your bigoted fucking religion. That does not give you authority to do it. Can I point out one other little caveat to that? Because I've said this, and I know you've said this. We all love to see Trump get impeached or thrown out of office. But then you get stuck with Mike Pence. He's well, even a bigger piece of shit when it comes to this crap. Well, and that's where I'm going, because this nice little executive order has been written by Mike Pence and his staff for Donald Trump. Of course Trump. it has. <laughs> so, Fucking cunt. <laughs> so, this is, we'll get a lot more of this. But, hey, look, man, it's just like anything else. He's going to sign this, and then the fucking courts are going to strike this shit down immediately, saying As you they can't should. do this. Yeah, because it is terribly unconstitutional. It's, grossly unconstitutional. It, it's no different than a Muslim ban. You're discriminating against yeah. a religion, which is not what our fucking constitution says. You exactly. can do it. says the opposite. Because like, again, and I think I think the best representation and argument that I've ever heard against this, besides for the fact that it's just unlawful, which is a damn good argument, was from our buddy Boggs. He said, hey, you know, in a city... That's not that big of a deal because if one, you know, bakery doesn't want to bake people cakes because they're gay and it violates their religion, it's fine because there's hundreds of other places that they can go to to get the cake, right? Mm-hmm. But what about a small town? Yep. You're gay in a small town and the grocery store tells you to fuck off because it violates their religious convictions that's a serious fucking problem if you're in a small town and everywhere around you is christian and they refuse to give you service you can't do anything you have to actually pack up and move just to survive that is not at all appropriate or american for that matter i want to throw out the little republican thing that's not fucking american at all well that's horrible but this is a Christian nation. So because you Christian. have some fucking invisible fucking friend that you want to coddle your conscience with because of the terrible shit you do to people. You have to have something that you forgive yourself so you don't feel so stressed about how terrible of a human being you are. Go fuck yourself. Hey. I'll tell you one. I'll just leave. This is the last thing I'll say about it. Like we always use the bakery thing because that was the first thing that really kind of got this going, and it's kind of funny too. In a and way. I'm speaking directly to the bigoted oh, sect of religion. Just but I'm just saying, you want to take it up a notch just to kind of put a better point out there for people. Because, like I said, this allows individuals and businesses, not just business, individuals to discriminate. So let's just say, like you said, small town, you need medical attention. <laughs> Exactly. What if a doctor's like, nah, you uh, you like to suck a cock. I'm not going to fucking help you out, dude. I don't, yeah, that's, it's against my religious belief. <laughs> that's, that's fucking terrible. I'm just saying, there's so many ways this could go wrong. So, yeah. you get I ready mean, for that. Like you said, sure, there, there will be court battles and it's going to never, ever actually become law. Mm-hmm. It just won't. No, no. It's an but executive order anyway, so it's... The fact that our president's signing something and our vice president is writing it mm-hmm. is what is terrifying. That's yeah. what's scary. Yeah, well... So the top people in our government are trying to fuck us <laughs> in so many ways. Trying to piss on us. 
<laughs> They're trying to piss on Call us. it sex. <laughs> Fuckers. Uh, all right. I'm done. I, next week, I got some stuff I, I pulled off. I just haven't had a chance to sit down and kind of put it yeah. together. But I'm going to do a little conspiracy talk about some of this oh, back-channel Russia stuff that's out there. So, all right. All right. I think some of it's interesting. And some of it I know is legit, but there's a little bit of hearsay and conspiracy talk in it and stuff. But where things could be heading behind the scenes and some potential information that the infor- you know, that's kind of leaked out. So... I'm going to try and put together. I think it's somewhat kind of neat. If I remember, I'll fucking have it for next week. <laughs> I know I've done this before, so we'll see. All righty, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to be totally bored out of your mind with wrestling talk, go listen to Michael's uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that podcast again? It's the Utterly Pointless Podcast, sir. Utterly Pointless. On the Intellectual okay. Saviors uh, Podcast Network. Yeah, yeah. That famous network. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want your IQ to go down in level, uh, go listen to my show, the Mm -hmm. Totally Worthless Podcast, Mm -hmm. presented by the Intellectual Saviors Network, featuring Eric from the Intellectual Saviors. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, I don't know if you heard last week's episode. God damn it. But holy shit, man. I, I literally did nothing. <laughs> I am. I, I was going living li- up to the name of that show. <laughs> I was going to. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. I was going to listen to it at work. I had to do some fucking training shit today, and so I didn't get a chance to go through all my podcast yet because I got a few of them. Usually, I start working on them about midweek. So hopefully yeah. tomorrow, there's a couple of them I got to get to. So I'll I'll check it out. Um, however, I will say that. Um, my next episode, I am going to kind of do since I ripped off your show title or uh-huh. your uh, show title name. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna rip off uh, Chris and Joe's side piece. Oh no! Uh, so uh, Podblocked, who's somebody that we constantly, you know, plug. We also plug their other podcast that they recently started. Um, what is it? Seven four two Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> yeah, it's some numbers in Evergreen Terrace, <laughs> uh, which is where the Simpsons live, and mm-hmm. you know they watch every episode and they kind of do a little commentary on it mm-hmm. for each episode. Mm-hmm. My next episode, I am going to do commentary on my favorite television show, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, so I'm ripping off of their theme. Oh, um, and I've got some other things lined up for the weeks later as well. So. Okay. Um, it's not going to be anything worthwhile, but it'll be there. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be there. Uh, well, geez, man, if we're plugging out, I, I don't know when I'm going to do the next one. It just depends on whenever I fucking feel like it, but, uh, I am going to do some conspiracy talk on the USS Liberty. So if anybody has mm. never heard the story of the USS Liberty, then you might want to check that out. It's pretty interesting. And a lot of people don't know about it, so. Um, check out Brad's shows. Or don't. Or or not. Or or um, do. I mean, you can. Andy and the Bradtastic Voyage. And uh, Digital Frustrations on the Digital Frustrations Network. That's true. It is on the Digital Frustrations Network. <laughs> that that it is. I'm going to just start saying that uh, Podblocked is on the Podblock Network. It is on the Podblock Network, isn't I know- it? No, it's not, but I'm just going to make it. It is now, goddammit. Yeah, I said it, therefore it is. <laughs> it's very Trump-like of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> I think, therefore, uh, I am. Yep, precisely. All righty, folks. Have a good week. Hey. Night, everybody. Two,